Welcome to another episode of the Big Appel Collective with Caveman and Seppo. Today we'll be previewing the wild card round of the NFL season. Playoffs are here! We're here to show you all the best bets to make and the stats and numbers to back these up. As always, we're sponsored by Black Swan Bets. Get on to BlackSwanBets.com for all your tipping needs across a variety of sports. Black Swan Bets Smart Stake takes all the hassle out of betting, giving an algorithmic approach for you to expand your wallet. Our next game up here, it is the Saturday night game. We have the number five seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the number four seed Washington football team. Washington is at plus seven and a half right now. The total is at 44 and a half. The money line is $4.33 on Washington. This one is going to be a very interesting game. A lot of people are writing this one off as a one-sided victory for the Bucks. When you look at the numbers, it is not that easy at all. The Bucks have gone one and five against playoff teams this season. They have gone oh and four in primetime games this season. They are playing their third road game in four weeks. Will Mike Evans be healthy? Very, very all great points. Ronald Jones coming back should help the Bucks a little bit, but Mike Evans being dinged up is going to hurt way more than Jones being back. But with Smith not playing nearly as well, hurting, not moving around, etc., and a backup named Taylor, don't really have too much very inspired by a quarterback named Taylor. Very sorry. He was not bad last week, though. Just, he was just not, not a fan. Yeah, he, he was better than I thought he would be. This Washington defense is ridiculous. I think there's something that's going to be after uh, Rams who we're just talking about, to be honest. Uh, and I think this is going to show in this game. I thought the tote was going to creep down, but the tote's actually been going up way to 44 so liking this under especially with that Bucks offense in a bit of flux Washington offense in a bit of flux although Washington getting some key players back Brady has struggled this season whenever he has been pressured that's been the huge thing to beat the Bucks is get pressure on Tom Brady so in three out of the four games where Brady took three sacks the Bucks lost, and they should have lost that fourth game, which was the 31-27 comeback victory over Atlanta. That's just Atlanta having no run offenses anyway. Not the way they were playing, but it happened all year. Get Brady off the spot. It's been a thing for him for 15 years, so that's not going to change right now. Uh, and Washington can do that. Absolutely. Washington have 47 sacks this season, the sixth most in the NFL, and they created pressure on 25.4% of their quarterback dropbacks. So that's the seventh most in the NFL. So this is a team that is well used to bringing pressure, bringing the hurt. Chase Young got voted the NFC Player of the Month for December. This guy is looking like an absolute beast. 
and will definitely be going down as the defensive rookie of the year. I don't want to get too sidetracked, but do you take Chase Young or Justin Herbert second overall for the football team of Washington? I take Chase Young because of how good the quarterback class looks like it's going to be this year. Agreed. But you've also got to factor in the quarterback free agents this season because there's expected to be a lot of very good veterans either released or available through trade. Well, that's one of the things. There's not too many open actual jobs and a lot of rookies coming in that are going to want to play early. And as we saw last year, the year before, these rookies get in earlier than you actually think. It's been getting early and earlier that these rookies go in. Anyway, I digress on this one. Is there any player props that you really like? I like yeah. Leonard Fournette under. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I would take um, most running backs under for a, against either of these defenses. But then Ronald Jones has shown he can run the ball against anyone. I really like J.D. McKissick over four and a half receptions. Right now, that's paying $2. I think that is a great bet. This guy is a beast catching the ball out of the backfield. It doesn't even matter over the last few weeks whether it's been Alex Smith or not. He's still been getting those receptions. The Bucks have given up 101 receptions to running backs this season which is the most in the NFL. So not only do you have the best receiving running back in the league this season with receptions per game, you also have him playing the worst team at guarding receiving running backs. It's very interesting because I think in the middle, Kevin White's been blitzing so much, getting so many sacks that they don't have him on running back. They're not even trying to guard running backs. They're just like, we'll just rush instead and hopefully see what happens there. So love that McKissick receptions over. Did you say Devin White? Who do I mean? Devin White out. Devin White out. Devin White out. It says illness. I'm not sure if it is COVID related or not but Devin White will not be playing in this game. So the guy that's supposed to be guarding him is also not playing. That's amazing. Okay, that's just cool, yeah. That's that's cool. All all very, very hard on McKissick here. Wow, that's why they signed Dion Buchanan to the practice squad. So he might be out for a bit if you're signing him terrible linebacker to your practice squad. It could be a two-week thing if then, which would be pretty bad for them. He's been playing really, really well despite his over running backs. I'm liking Ronald Jones, but that 56.5 is a little bit high. Still probably going to hit the over net under just because I don't think he's very good. Uh, and don't see him doing well against this team. 
Rob Grun helps you in paying over $2. I don't love it. Um, it's just paying over $2, which... I'm going to go the other way on you on that one. I'm actually liking Gronkowski under. So Washington has been very strong against tight ends this season, and that's mainly because their tight, team's tight ends have to stay back and help with the blocking assignments when it comes uh, to yeah. that Washington defense. And I think that's going to be huge this week. I think Gronk is going to be that number one blocking guy. He's going to be standing back, trying to keep Tom Brady upright. He's going to be getting those crackback blocks all day. I really just think it's not going to be a good game for Gronk. If you were to take anything, I would be taking him to score a touchdown, as he should still be a red zone threat when they get close to the end zone. But I don't think his receiving yards are going to be that great this week. I just think he's going to be blocking too much. That's a really, really good point. I was thinking over more because Evans being hurt or out is going to get him more targets. But as you said, he's going to have to block Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Not amazing blockers back there. They're definitely going to have to keep drunk in tight the entire game. Yeah, so ones I like here, I have Logan Thomas over three and a half receptions. Thomas has been a beast over the last six weeks. There was the game a few weeks ago where he caught 60% of the passes coming out of that backfield. I just think Logan Thomas should have a good game, especially when someone like Devin White is out as well. So getting over the middle of the field is going to be a lot easier for the tight ends. Cam Sims, I like this guy under three and a half receptions. Sims does not look like a good wide receiver at all. He's really there just to make up numbers. I don't think he's going to be catching four passes at all, no matter who the quarterback is. And Mike Evans. So I've seen this is not available on some books, but it is available on a couple of books, which is massive. Mike Evans under 59 and a half receiving yards. This guy is banged up. I would say he probably plays, because if you look at how he's been when he has been injured, they still like to play Mike Evans. They play him maybe six to eight snaps on the day, so he's eligible for his receiving numbers. They play him in the five-yard line or less, so he's really there just to catch touchdowns. This guy will not go over 60 yards. He got a bad injury last week, but they'll have him out there just to try and garner a wee bit of attention and try and get the coverage sent over to his way a wee bit more in the red zone, which is another reason why Rob Gronkowski could be good for a touchdown. But under 59.5, yes, that number is way too high. In all honesty, no book should have released that number. But one book that I saw did at 59.5, pinnacle! But if you want to get in there... Absolutely do it, because there's no way this guy goes over 60 yards. Oh, I agree with everything you said. I was going to say all the same exact things, uh, from Logan Thomas to Cam Sims. 
McLaurin just staying away from. Uh, I've liked his unders lately, but he's just too talented and makes you nervous and has hit a few overs, even though he's had a rough matchup. So my closing word on this game, I will give you two. I have two closing words on this game. In the last 15 years, there have been seven teams who have made the playoffs at 500 or worse. Those teams have gone 7-0 and against the spread, 6-1 and straight up in the wildcard round, which is pushing for the Washington football team. On the other side of that, since 1970, there have only been three road playoff favorites of six points or more, like the Bucks are, and they all lost straight up. The all part of that is just ridiculous, but that's part of playing in uh, the NFC East was a bad division, but it got better as the season went on. Like their teams weren't getting blown out at the end of the year. They're the Giants were in some games. The Cowboys were in some games. Washington's defense is just so good in defense in the playoffs. If Washington was more of an offensive team at seven and nine, I would be all over the Bucks. If this was a Atlanta Falcons esque seven and nine type of team, let's see. If this was the Falcons going against like the Texans or the Chargers or the Raiders kind of a team. I love the Bucks, but defensive team just hard. Absolutely. I mean, Washington hasn't allowed a team to score more than 20 points in their last seven games. I mean, the Bucks did score 47 last week and Washington's put up 48 combined over the last three weeks. Exactly, and that was against a Panther, uh, a sorry, a Falcons team that kind of wanted to lose just to get that four and twelve and be one of the worst teams in the league and get that top five pick. So I didn't actually rewatch that game yet because I turned it off after the first half. The Falcons could have been playing backups that entire time and just inflated it. So wouldn't put too much credence on uh, the Bucks going that far over again. Well, that does it for the wild card edition from the Big Appel Collective. Of course, thank you for listening. We are brought to you in association with Black Swan Bets. Get onto BlackSwanBets.com to take advantage of their great tips and offers. Don't forget to check out the Smart Stake option. And get on to the same game, Maltese with tea.